Okay, Kenan, I'm uh, we're back, and um, I gotta say one hey. quick thing. What's um, up? Missing life. Life is life is insane. Like I was saying before we we started this. Um, yeah. You feel like you're swimming well, and you're just you're doing you're cruising, mm-hmm. and then boom, mm-hmm. curveball on your ass. You don't know what's going on. So are you um, swimming upriver in this analogy? Because we do like the I lazy river. I'm now, I'm, now I'm back to square one. I'm good, but okay. Um, okay. Anyways, man, coming. What a day. Coming in hot, man. I like coming, it. I'm coming in, coming in hot. Uh, we back. <laughs> we're back. Um, what's up with you, man? What's up? Uh, it's a Wednesday? Yeah, it's a Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Gosh. my dudes. It's Wednesday, mid-February. It's been a cold, dark winter. A long solace has <laughs> fallen on us. We know your ears have been cold, missing dark our great voices and all of our amazing content. We, we missed you guys, too. We just had to go and get right for a second, as good old Chef Paul would say. Um, but now we are back. Well, Alex is getting timers and everything. He's um, two phones, I, you know, one phone plug. just keeps ringing all day, pretty much. Um, Look at this guy, just, man. We just got a constant. We just got calls on calls. Um, and that's, oh, she's going to be mad about that. Um, but anyways. Um, this guy, man. <laughs> can't even record a podcast no more. Um, uh, anyways, mate. Um, as you were saying, it, it was yeah. a cold, dark winter. Um, <laughs> and, you know, sometimes that's it. it it's good. It hardens you. You know what I'm saying? It it it, it keeps you sharp. Sometimes you need to get a little cold. It's like that Kevin Hart, that Kevin Hart documentary. Get hard. Is that that's what it's called? I believe. No, 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 not quite. I, I don't want to. That's that's one of the the, the masters, the OGs, mm-hmm. um, right now. And I don't want to. That's the movie, so yeah. I don't want to step on his toes because that's a, okay. He, he's a good one, but anyways. Okay. Um, you know, February, mid February is warming up slowly. Well, it's pretty warm here in Austin, for being honest. But this guy, man, it's, it's come on. What is it? Sixty-five out there? Uh, let me check for you. Seventy-four. Dude, I step outside. I'm in the tundra, bro. Out here, it's fifteen What's degrees. That? I think it's a great day. Fifteen? No, no, no. We've had. We, it's been very. We're on an island here. You know, it's the tropical island of Manhattan. So some days we had some warm weather last week. Now we're coming in with a cold front, but it's all good. And. For those of the home saying, oh, I didn't tune into this for a weather segment. Well, that's what you're going to be getting, okay? Yeah, you have, you have two we, we, we fully licensed everything. meteorologists at your service, yeah, okay? I'm better. A lot I'm, more weather hey, updates coming soon. I'm better soon. than your, your local news newscaster, I'll say that much. Come right? on, bro. Jim on Channel 6. Eat it, man. <laughs> Come on, Jim. Get out of here. Anyway, we want to get into this. We have a lot to cover today. Maybe some uh, some cool stuff to get to. But first things first. It is now officially. We were segment. on Puppy Watch. Uh, quick, quick sidebar. I watch that usually every morning, huh. the YouTube video. First things first. Um, Nick Wright, Chris Broussard. You know what I'm saying. Um, I, I love that. I, 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 every morning I wake up with those guys. So, anyways, as you were saying, first things first. What I'm saying time. is the bassing was up. The binoculars are out. Puppy Watch <laughs> in full swing. Alex, can we please get an official introduction for the man of the hour, the man of the month? King Arthur. I'm giving him that name because he deserves it. That's yeah, King, King Puppy Arthur. Arthur. Yes. Um, yeah, Tell us about Uber. how this happened. Um, one of my coworkers. I just saw the funniest thing outside. This guy's getting knucklehead. Um, one of him. my co. <laughs> one of my coworkers. Uh, she put him in our dog's chat and said it was up for adoption. So, I know like when you get a dog, it's mm-hmm. according to the great Cesar Caesar Milan. You're not supposed to be an impulse decision, but I was yeah. like, you know what? Sometimes. You need to go against the grain. You saw his um, little cute face and you said, look, meant to be. Some things are just meant to be. Sometimes you j- it's the wave analogy. I'm going back to the mm-hmm. wave analogy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if you're out there and you see a good wave, you can take it or you can let it pass by and wait for another one. But okay. um, chose to take this one. Um, he's a Labrador Retriever uh, mix. Um, just a, just over nine weeks. And um, I mean, it's a responsibility, man. It's a responsibility. And I'm having fun with it. The big thing for me, key takeaway. Yeah. A lot of trainers will say to do this and you know, teach them to do that. I think the best trainers say like, understand the relationship, understand mm. the relationship and what your, what, what your communication is like, cause it's tough at first and just get to know them. Um, it's kind of like any relationship, huh? Um, yeah. Get to know the cues, um, the idiosyncrasies, whatever. Um, understand first before you teach, which is a good, um, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. So you got to really, I don't, I don't mean to go there. So soon. Get empathetic we're, here. We're even, I like it. Not even no, five like minutes this. in and we're going, bringing preachy. I know you he's guys training you, right? That's how this goes. He's training you <laughs> yeah, more than you're training yeah, him. Pretty much, he's, he's training me to be more patient, okay? Um, to be more aware, uh, and to be mm-hmm. more forgiving. Because sometimes you Aww. can blame him, or really, is it all comes back to me? Because I'm the one who, you know, needs to needs to take ownership here. So, anyways, yeah, he's a cutie. This is great. Um, Alex is just getting this off, isn't he? He's. he's Man, you guys know how this goes. Alex's gonna be at the bar and be like, Yeah, he's really teaching me how to be more patient, be more forgiving. And you know, they're, they're, they're eating their shit up for breakfast, man. Uh, That's like, easy money. Yeah. Alex, I see what they're doing, bro. And you know what? Like, I'm with it, man. Yeah, I, I like, like it. You got something. Um, <laughs> no, you can no, be fully into it for the right reasons and also use it for branding purposes. I think both are, it's, it's possible to do both. Go the ahead. The thing is, he'd probably be with me at the bar because I've been bringing him to happy hours. But, of course, you, you see, that's what I'm uh, saying. Of course, he has. <laughs> I can't leave him alone. It's like Barney, um, how I met your mother. That's what Barney, I started watching that show and I was like, Barney would show yeah. up with, like, of course, he'd be in the suit with a puppy in his suit. Like, yeah. oh, I got a I think, little puppy. I think every now and then, um, uh, I get into my Barney bag, you know. I, I, I do yes, some, sir. I go to the playbook. Um, I wouldn't say I'm all like Barney, but I got some Barney-like qualities. I got some Barney-like um, qualities. <laughs> I actually love that show. I just finished a rewatch. Um, yeah. But but what about you, man? I mean, you're back in NYC, mm-hmm. and you spent some time at home. So, I mean, any updates there? Anything that, um, I mean, it's kind of a big change going from, you know, uh, Northern Virginia and the suburbs to the Big Apple I'm... once again. You know how it goes, man. I think, and I was good to see you over New Year's, by the way. It was like a while ago. Oh, yeah, that was a fun that was little, nice. uh, little Dude, seven mile, wait. little seven piece. S- seven piece with a side of fries yeah. and a Diet yes, Coke. That's a DC. Um, no, we don't <laughs> drink Diet Coke. We're, we're good athletes. Um, and we got free coffee. So anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, no, it was, you know, definitely picture. my hibernation phase. Um, and I definitely enjoyed just, you know, being a family. And again, I'm not going to bore everyone with details. It was pretty honest. Like in the moment, it was pretty much like the same day, probably, you know, 20 times over. But, you know, just in terms of reconnecting with family and being able to just, you know, spend a lot of time in LA, like that was the main point. Mission accomplished. Um, her birthday, yeah. Big, big her birthday was in January. Went to a little cat cafe in Georgetown. You'd be with dogs. I'd be chilling with the cats. We got our, we got our, I, I never thought myself the cat person, but with here we dogs, are. The dogs, the dogs, the kids, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But, you know, I just think. Coming out of this, you know, emerging from the hibernation, I would say, you know, it, I'm definitely now that back in the city, you know, the emperor's new groove, if you would. Um, I got my new groove in terms of this feels almost like a new semester. And sorry, so not sorry, but, you know, I am, you know, still feel like I'm on that college schedule of I my years have even broken out into two semesters. Um, I went home right. for winter break. 
I literally said to myself, I said to my parents, oh, you know, when I when I leave from break, and that's what it feels like, you know, coming back and hopefully get the benefit from the same setup of, you know, how I went in college where the fall semester, you laid the groundwork. There's like building a home, right, an HGTV. Either you love it or you list it. Um, so, no, you know, you spend the first semester building the groundwork, kind of, you know, seeing what's out there. Testing and the idea is that out. you come back and you kind yeah. of, you know, hit the ground running and there's, you know, less of a runway to go and you can kind of get up in the air and get flying. We're soaring up. So flying, flying. More musicals in spring 2022 on this pod. Yeah, why not? Uh, be ready yeah, for that. Yeah. We got some auto tune coming soon. Um, <laughs> but again, you know, as you know, maybe it's the spring. Maybe it's me being back in the city on my own with my thoughts. I've been thinking a lot about one thing, really, this feeling of anticipation, um, and really, you know, understanding and maybe realizing that it's been a while since I felt like you know I been living in a like momentous moment sorry maybe it seems a little you know uh people love maybe dramatic the there they won't but, say it but they do i mean i do I i'll mean, say yeah. it i like it I, I think it's a couple things right and you know we don't have time to get to like the whole like you know time you know time effect uh, how you know maybe time has been flattened since the pandemic started or how everything just you know mushes together these days check out amazon prime video wheel of time this guy's on, <laughs> on bezos's budget too man bezos um, bezos on speed dial all day. But, I mean, you Talking know. Q1 numbers. I just, this guy, man. Um, you know, I'm thinking, like, as I'm planning for the summer and as hopefully COVID, you know, gets gets a little better and everyone starts to kind of, you know, be able to travel again, um, I'm getting excited again, which is a cyclical thing. Like, you know, I get excited and then hopes, you know, hopes come crashing down. Excited. Excited. You know, Borat. I um, love that movie. Yeah, no, no, and the, the sequel was pretty good too. Very nice. Um, very nice. You very nice tonight. Looking good. But can I, can I, can I dude, I'm telling you, I just um, all I need is water and sunshine, and I'm 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 good. You know, he's been on some buzzing maybe, shit right here, and I'm good. Yeah, right. Um, but no, I think you know, just feeling like you're in a moment of oh my gosh, like you know, I'm gonna really remember this in five to ten years. Like as an iconic moment of of my. Uh, formative years you know um i mm-hmm. think we're still in that i think young adulthood is even you know i mean obviously you know it's the you know it's the first page of the rest of your life to be again overly dramatic but it's still a, you know the first page um so i do want i you know on paper on that paper of this page sorry really it's still a this metaphor here unintentionally but you know on paper you know i should be if this should be you know this last year i'm going to new york and getting settled like this should feel like very like meaningful and momentous but it hasn't maybe just again because i'm going home a bit pandemic um maybe i'm just too damn busy um and then finally, you know the name? other possibility um, hmm. oh god the, the 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 mayor the governor guy who is um cuomo cuomo like lectures wrecked up your city you know so um lots of hard times in new york you know what i'm saying <laughs> no man you know again I, I still love the city i still feel like you know the fit is there with you know me all, it feels like a video game, right? Where you have, you know, just so much to explore. All these little side quests. I love my side quests. Um, Are you a side you know, quest guy? I'm a side quest guy. Assassin's Creed okay. 3. I'm going to go that out. And I'm going to get all the forts. And I'm going to do what I got to do. That checks out. Yeah, you want the upgrade. Yeah, life, is full, life is about the side um, quest. This is, life is a side quest. To steal the mask. No. Um, <laughs> but that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but no, you know, again, well, and it's definitely something, you know, we'll, we'll plant the seed. Well, you know, it's still winter, so this is time for every, all for all the gardeners at home. I'm sure you guys know how to do this, right? So they're planting the seeds, they're getting down and under into the into the soil, 
Don't you and when the spring comes around, we'll come back to it. We'll season, circle back. Yeah. Hmm? yeah, you gotta clean out. They clean out from last season, and you exactly. put seeds in. Blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'll leave you with this. I think you know again something for our, you know, people our age or who are listening at home to think about as well as we try to you know figure out. Again, we don't have the answers. We just ask questions and try to ponder on the possible uh, implications of said questions. Is again, you know, if you ever seen the movie. Men in Paris, Woody Allen, you know, like Woody Allen, but this movie is, of course, very near and dear to my heart. This you have Men in Paris, please go see it. For all you crazy heads, this was pre cancellation. No, this is pre cancellation. This is one of Owen Wilson's finest films. Wow, wow. I mean, I can't believe We're it. Back it's, in time. It's Hemingway. It's F. Scott Fitzgerald. It's F. Scott Fitzgerald. And Zelda. Zelda, oh my god, Dali. Zelda. I'm in here. Um, but the, that movie really coined, you know, this, you know, the, 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 the Definition of Midnight in Paris Syndrome, which is, of course, you know, in the film, he's always, you know, and he meets other people in, hi- in history who have the same uh, affliction of always thinking the past was the golden age. Um, so maybe not, you know, to the same level as I'm doing right now is, oh, my God, you know, you know, the, twi- the roaring 20s, you know, the, what a golden age. But in a sense, it's still, you know, just the bias of always thinking, looking at the past in a, you know, in a rose tinted uh, lens. Um, yeah, so me thinking about man. back to my third year before COVID, I think it's just easy to make that comparison because we're still in a pandemic. Um, but it's something to think about, you know, if you're always in the past or thinking the past was better and anticipating the future, are you just, you know, are you stretching yourself thin by looking both ways and not looking what's not appreciating what's in front of you is again, you know, you know, I know we don't have a lot of time to go into the present versus past and everything, but this is where I've been at lately. Um, so something to, again, plant the seed. Let it sprout, and yeah, uh, yeah, and maybe we can come, come back, back to, to it, it. Yeah. Um, because this is a, a a topic that I think, um, I I I think other people experience too. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it'd be it'd be kind of fun to parse out, um, and and when you do think back, you think of what you were doing in the past, right? Mm. And you think of those, was it a one time thing or was it things you do regularly? Right, because um, you know sometimes you remember those big events. Sometimes you remember the a specific run or something. Um, you know, so yeah. It's it's a very interesting thought. Very astute of you to Aww. be aware of that, um, and it just shows that I'm you're astute. you know you, you're putting the big boy pants on. I think on I and think you're <laughs> cute too. You know, what what what? Who's that? Not me. It's a good one. Thanks. You're cute too. <laughs> um, <laughs> We'll come back to that for sure. We we will come back to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the talk of doing things and, you know, um, things that you do one time, things that you want to do on a basis. Things, yeah, on the topic of things. This is, (laughs) wow. Next level pod, man. We are coming out here with the most precise topics. Yeah, (laughs) we talk in in vague terms so a broader Mm -hmm. audience can relate to this. Um, you know, we don't want to price anyone out too soon. We don't want to. We have a. There's no price ceiling to this podcast. There's no price floor. Everyone's included, the man. Price, the mental Come price. Come on, bro. No yeah. price discrimination of any kind. Mental price to pay. That's funny. Um, but where, where are we taking me? Where are you taking me? What things we got on the docket? Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you mentioned yeah. something about uh, one of your little friends uh, posting something on IG about activities or hobbies and um hobbies you know that does ring a bell um i think and i think this is over our little uh hiatus here where i was really again since we were on a pod hiatus i was thinking about you know why we're doing it in the first place and you know 
what's the point of hobbies and you know is this being a positive or negative influence in my life very positive it's been such a great time alex look at me man i'm so happy to be here um but no i think you know um, over the last two years i think everyone's had the, the, the common reflection of man you know pandemic i gotta go out and gotta you know do something with my free time because we're all indoors we don't have the natural social outlet that we usually would have memorable things whatever Um, i'm doing has to be memorable has to be memorable it has to be a return an roi on my time um that's you know that is a real thing that people always want to have you know it's good to feel like you're always you know whatever your time is spent it's spent to to a greater end um so you know on the pandemic you know there's a stat that I picked up from this article after I, you know, we got a little IG link, Boom. which we figure love those IG links. Figure. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little, you know, we're gonna do a little cita- citation, go dig deeper into the source, and we're gonna give credit first, of course, um, with a leading question coming from Julie Beck, the senior editor from the Atlantic. We will be posting Beck. this article. Yep. Beck, shout out to Beck from you, from you. season one. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Come on, Joe, this guy is crazy. I'm not even gonna get to any of this. I, I got, no spoilers here. Spoiler free like zone. So I'm you do have a joke, and he has the I white shirt. That's a very Joe. I just need the jean jacket. This man be in the even mm. the Austin coffee the hey. Austin coffee shops <laughs> and the Austin the Austin bookstores. That is oh, a little history oh, you're, historical you're fiction. Oh, good. <laughs> oh my god, this is too easy, man. As you were saying, as you were saying, um, yeah. So shout out to Beck and her. She got published as a poetry poet. Um, she's really talented. But another talented Beck, Julie Beck here asks. Does society value hobbies because of the real benefits they provide or because we value the appearance of busyness? Um, and then the stat, again, that really got my attention thinking about the time we're in is that uh, almost 60% of Americans have picked up a new hobby during the pandemic. Um, and, you know, they introduce, again, we'll, we'll leave, you know, the full synopsis for our readers who are interested in some curious cats for to the go real read readers. fully. You can check it um, out. But, you know, this whole thing about this, um, introducing this, this theory of like a hobbies paradox, which, again, to be very simple, it's just that hobbies are supposed to, you know, make be the things you do for fun and because society and you know there's a kind of a dig at capitalism which again i see the merits of you know capitalism <laughs> you always, always gotta have the the atlantic you know <laughs> they like to take digs no but it makes sense right capitalism, like capitalism imposes an output on us yeah for our work always needs to have our labor needs to have an output What's therefore the our hobby should too product yeah um so again this this hobby paradox of okay like you know you want to be able to relax, but you make yourself do these act- activities. And, of course, you know, it's paradoxical because you end up getting stressed out by not having enough stuff to do to de-stress. Um, mm-hmm. Very, you know, very typical human nature thing to do, I think. It's something I would do and probably have, probably have done, definitely have yeah. done in the past. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think this is something that, you know, I, I, I wanted to get a lot of uh, input from you from. I know we talk about hobbies, but then also, yes, um, I was introduced to this by my good pal, Jeannie. Um, I thought, dude, (laughs) promo pals, man. That's how we do it. That's That's how we do it in promo. Promo pals, you're right. Not a buddy, Um, not not a friend, just a pal. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I know she has a really good take on this, um, and I don't want to, you know, let me try something here. Let me try, let me try to, um, I'm going to try to give her a call because I know she, again, we we talked, I talked a little bit about this, but I didn't get the full take. Um, I know, I think, I feel like you guys would have, you know, good, a good conversation about this too. Um, so let me so. not mince any any words here. Um, I mean, let me try to call her and we can kind of get her take on this here. Oh, it's worth a shot. It's worth a yeah. shot. Let's see if she picks see. up. Okay, I think she's picking up. I think she actually picked up, which is I bonkers. Think that's crazy. What are the odds that on this I, random? I don't even know. They're like call. one in something. There she is. Hey, Jeannie, how, how are you doing? Hello. I don't know if you guys have met. Wow, this is crazy. Um, 
Alex, let me introduce you to Jeannie real quick, okay? Yeah, please. So, you obviously, me. you know, Jeannie and I were in the promotions class. Shout out Carrie Heineman. Shout out Tinder. Shout out Group 3. We were, Jeannie and I worked <laughs> together for a good part, a better part of a year. Um, so, man, a lot of a lot of fun times promo in that pals. promo lab. Yeah. Promo yeah, pals for pals. life. <laughs> um, so, Jeannie is also in NYC. She mm-hmm. is doing... It's a pretty good place. But, yeah, running around way too much. I feel like everything takes more time than... Then you would realize, you know, getting from one place to another. But yeah, yeah it's been good here so yeah, far. Sure. Awesome, awesome. So Jeannie, we were again, you know, we were I was debriefing Alex on debriefing. Um everything since I started working at us, these like, you know, work vernaculars come in. Like, let me level set. I know. I say have this brief. back all the time. It's just incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, we were on a little pot of haters here for the last two months. Um, so we had a lot of time to reflect and really think about, you know, the role of the podcast. Reflect and waste time. Yeah, the whole, the whole Reflect and waste yeah, time. Yeah. The Ken and Alex <laughs> yeah. special right there. Yeah, we um, can do it. Once again, we can do it all. We can, <laughs> we can do that all day, actually. Yeah. We can write some nonsense. We can speak some nonsense. Uh, we can do it all. Um, but, you know, this is this podcast is one of our favorite hobbies. Um, and so when we saw, um, we had a little IG reshare here about um, this article from The Atlantic talking about hobbies, maybe, you know, actually a lot of people being... Uh, I think the actual title is How Hobbies Infiltrated American Life. Um, and it really gets into the, the core of it, of capitalism really opposing this pressure of us to feel like we have to have a tangible output from our hobbies. Um, and Alex and I do have actually talked about hobbies a few times on this podcast, just in terms of, I think we actually have an episode, Alex, called Healthy Hobbies. Um, yeah, check the something catalog, like that. I believe we do. Yeah, I think yeah. it's in the back catalog somewhere. Um, but <laughs> I think we're really, you know, we, we do like to talk about just, you know, and I think it's natural when you start working that man, like, okay, what do I look for? Have to, what do I have to look forward to in the day besides, you know, what I have, what I got to do versus what I get to do? Um, someone found this article and it was like, oh no, like, what if what you get to do also turns into what you got to do? <laughs> it's yeah. kind of this hobbies paradox that the article talks about. So I don't know, Jeannie, what do you, what do, what do you, how do you feel this kind of is, have you, have you been impacted on this personally? Do you feel like we in America just, you know, can't have intrinsic hobbies that, we can't have fun without having an output is that is that what we're getting to yeah i i love this article it really spoke to me that's exactly why i put it on my story uh i almost felt to do it um but really because it's the especially as we've graduated and now we're starting our nine to fives and we're learning that yes you know i like my job but then at some point it feels really bleak at the end of like your your 5 Mm -hmm, mm p.m what do you do 5 p.m. to dark, 10 p.m. dark off the bat. It is. But we're get, we'll get, you can only be at the bottom, right? Like, we're going up That's from there. Fair. Damn right. That's Damn fair. right. Yeah. Um, but from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. is where I found, you know, most of my happiness. Maybe not happiness, mm-hmm. but pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the two things in the article that I absolutely loved was... Mm-hmm. It uh, spoke to social media, especially in the pandemic when we were all mm-hmm. so isolated and we like mm-hmm. the only way we knew things about each other's lives were via Instagram, what people sure. were doing. And then at some point when you saw that maybe someone was doing maybe something more productive mm-hmm. than you mm-hmm. where, you know, we were in a pandemic and, you know, you wanted to be gentle on yourself and just yeah. and get through it more than like mm-hmm. make money out of it. But then when you saw someone actually yeah. making better better i should use it lightly better use yeah. of their yeah, time little bunny you feel, love, we love yeah, it, i know the air quotes yeah. air quotes 
Welcome. Uh-oh. That's why we do here. So a little guilty, or at least like you're not actually yeah. spending your time correctly. But then in reflection, you might be like, well, I'm spending more time with family. I'm spending more time with friends. I got to read yeah. a book. I got to watch this television show, this movie, whatever, something that might have felt more fulfilling, even going on a walk rather than like a DIY project. Yeah. So the cool thing about this article is it talked about intrinsic and ex- extinction. You got it. You got it. You can check the notes. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I will check my notes, but I still can't pronounce it. But how if you're going to have a hobby, it should come from what you actually want rather than what someone on social media is going to be doing. Even like the sourdough trend. Like I like I love sourdough. I love sourdough, but like (laughs) sourdough starters kind of freaking hard, you know, (laughs) like you know, if you're going to be doing something because everyone else is doing it, it's yeah. actually going to make it worse off in the process. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's a good Alex. point. It's like doing doing the right things for the wrong reasons can be just as bad as like, you know, doing nothing. But doing nothing isn't bad either. But it's like the, the cultural um, perspective on these things that influences how we individually feel about them. Uh, okay, the distinction between mm. happiness and pleasure, because for me, there is a distinction because I think chasing happiness is kind of silly um, because it's momentary. Um, kind of the same for pleasure, but happiness really bugs me because some people, I'm not calling anyone out, are just like, I just want to be happy and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, fine. But I think, again, it's fleeting and it's, and it's even if it's more than a moment, if it's for a day, the day's over, you go to sleep, you got to get up. Yeah, no, I have a thought. I have a thought. I actually, I I maybe slightly disagree in the sense of I feel like happiness is not longer, but like, I think pleasure is fleeting. I think pleasure can be found in an activity, a moment, a, a, it's more, it's smaller versus happiness is like a lifelong seeking. You know, I wouldn't be like, I want seeking out a life of pleasure. I'm seeking out a life of happiness. And yes, there's lots of different things that could go into that word. Maybe it's a little bit more of a buzzword, but I do feel like pleasure definitely is a bit deeper of a feeling, but happiness is spread out over time. It comes with lots of moments of pleasure to find true happiness, you know? Yeah, I don't that know. makes sense. And mm-hmm. I, I'm in a camp. I'm more like, I don't want happiness or pleasure. I just want peace. I just want, you know, peace of mind or like. I just want peace in the Middle East, man. That's all I'm here <laughs> no, for. No, and, in Ukraine, want, and in Ukraine. And in Ukraine. And in Belarus. Let's all just calm down. So I like to feel numb all the time. Mm. <laughs> it's taking a turn here. Do not right feel to the West Village. Or pain. I get it. You know, that's kind of the bleakness that life has felt. Actually, I, I get that. Mm. <laughs> no, I just like uh, I just like being being at peace and and stillness of mind. But, um, Canon, follow ups to anything? Yeah, she said? I think just cutting it back to hobbies. Um, again, I love the pursuit of happiness. Talk, Alex. I'm so happy when we get to do it. Um. And I'm, you know, thinking about, you know, how does that tie into, obviously, you know, that's so, again, whenever, you know, however we disagree on happiness or pleasure, we know that there, there is, I don't know if it's fair to establish, but let's assume that there is, like, you know, a target KPI 
Kitty members, how much we love our KP. <laughs> she's shaking her head. Shaking her head. Shaking your head right now. Arby. Viciously shaking. Okay, hey, we're not that, talking about that, work. No, 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 no. Um, but you know, there is this, you know, maybe let's say for argument's sake, there is this, you know, thing that we're chasing, whether it's happiness or pleasure, and you know, the question is, how does how how do hobbies as an input do they put us more in that along that path or farther away? Um, so maybe underneath that kind of a sub question would be you know, maybe less about, you know, do they or don't they, but more of, okay, like, for practical purposes, how can you identify, like, what are qualities you can use to identify, you know, again, healthy hobbies that get you closer to, like, your goal of being happy or pleasure or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, like, for me, for example, and I'd love to hear you guys on this, like, for me, it's, like, um, something that's complementary in terms of, like, something that, like, get it allows me to, like, use a part of my brain or just, you know, it gives, it gives me a source of pleasure that I don't get in my with everything else, right? So my job right now is like really data heavy and really analytical. So it doesn't give me much of a creative space. Spreadsheets, lots of Excel you, forms. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And do you remember, you know, me, I'm peeing on the creative meetings in, in, in promo or, you know, having a couple of loosey-goosey ideas and thinking they're the best in the world and trying to be creative. But in any case, yeah, you know. Kind of a loose um, goose. Yeah, that's sure. um, So, you know, I don't have much of a creative outlet for my job. So I do like with the podcast mm-hmm. um, that I can be a little bit creative in other ways. Um, and that to me is like almost nourishing in a way because it's complimenting what I don't get to do throughout the rest of my day. Um, is that something you guys have found that with hobbies that kind of help them not to stick? Because I think stick makes it like think like, oh, I need to get a hobby to stick so I have a hobby, but make them enjoyable. Yeah, I think there's kind of a fine line to walk there mm-hmm. where you shouldn't be seeking out a hobby for the mm-hmm. sake of seeking out a hobby and for the mm-hmm. sake of being productive. I think it should come out of something that you feel inspired by, mm-hmm. or like you said, you know, if you feel that you're a creative person, but you're lacking that in your day-to-day, mm-hmm. most likely your day-to-day job, then maybe, yeah, tap back into what are the things that you used to love that made you feel energized, that made you mm-hmm. feel, you know, that feeling of pleasure. I think mm-hmm. it has to be, yes pleasure but when you're being productive doing it Hmm. you don't even recognize it like for instance i had this person Ah. i um this person said to me like she was trying to come up with a way to better spend her time Hmm. she was like okay i want to watch movies and i want to have i want to invite my friends over and i want to like make brownies Hmm. whatever we're all going to do this and i was like yes amazing like this will be good for you like you know Make those brownies. Relax and leisure. Make those brownies. Yeah. Don't don't do this, Alex. Oh, the brownies. And she goes, and then I'm going to like do a little, I'm going to write up a synopsis and I'm going to like make a blog Mm. and post it on a blog. And that's where I stopped her and said, you can just do the first part. I would just do that first part. You don't have to do the second part. If that's just doing, you know, if you're just doing that so you have something to point to and be like, I did this. Doesn't nullify it for you? I think if it, if you're putting more work towards it in a way yeah. that feels like a chore, mm-hmm. your hobby shouldn't be a chore. It should be something you love. Your hobby should not be a chore. Bang, we got it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where I thought, you know, if you're going to, if you want something that's going to help you feel mm-hmm. or you're building a skill or something, absolutely. But if it's for this other external goal of mm-hmm. like wanting to show it to others, Mm-hmm. or to validate in yourself that that you, you are productive i think yeah. it lacks the entire purpose of having or seeking out a hobby altogether 
Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and that makes sense. Uh, I think um, the flip side is like sometimes people need someone to just say, to just be supportive. Some people, sometimes you need someone to be like, hey, man, you have to do all that. Just just do the one thing, right? So yeah. um, I think it's good to have people in your circle who, a little bit of both, right? Um, because, you know, maybe she starts that blog and maybe she's just a crazy um you know viral sensation about movies and whatever maybe not maybe she just needs that um friendship and the brownies um yeah you know so yeah, yeah I, think I mean me, i think it's it. a case-to-case basis right like yeah if movies were her passion she wanted to become a film writer mm. and actually wanted to pursue that absolutely like that's where i think it aligns perfectly But in certain cases where like, for me, I haven't, you know, this wasn't like me seeking out a new path. It wasn't her seeking out a new path. Mm -hmm. It really was just the matter of like, I want to be able to have a project on the side that I don't necessarily, you know, I want to do it with friends, but that's Mm -hmm. just where I thought it lacked that Mm -hmm. true connection to who you are and and what you're interested in. Gotcha. Um, My next question, because I'm curious about this, I'm sure. We think, I think our listeners are also, you know, a bunch of curious cats here. I hope so. Um, so, do you guys have an example of either a hobby that you picked up or you've always had that's just been, you know, this really nourishing, this thing that you've always come back to? Or, maybe it's a bit harder, but a fun one, a hobby that you picked up for the wrong reasons, didn't really realize it, and then realized this is stressing me out way too much for a hobby to be a hobby, and you, you, like, you like relegated it to, like, something I'll do if I have free time, but not something I'll, I'll do on my own, of my own accord all the time. Um, either one of those, and I don't have one right off the bat. Well, maybe I do, so I can start off again. Um, piano for me was always, like, mm. it, it, it kind of oscillated back and forth because I was like, as a kid, a lot of people, like, I was made to take piano lessons more or less. Um, piano yeah, pals too, Alex. I, I, piano promo pals. You heard it here first. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm you, Alex, Alex type of guy, again, he has a Joe He's an acoustic yeah, guitar. He'll just... <laughs> That's damn right. You're pushing the. Oh no, I can't. I slipped. I like. I slipped that into. I was tutoring my ninth grader, and like I slipped. I was like trying to like do some algebra problem. The P was variable, so I was like, all right, so we're just gonna push the P here. And then she looked at me, and she lost That's all. Cool. Like the the like the the ounce of respect that I I had gained over five months dissipated in one out the door. One That's cheeky nuts. bad yeah. joke. That's nuts. Um, <laughs> well no yeah. So piano was just like, you know, I was made to do it at first fell off fell away from it came back to it college a couple other times and i was like oh like i do think intrinsically this part of me wants to play piano but in terms of like you know actually working out and getting better it does almost have to be like a vocation right like okay i need to put in this much hour to train and practice and get this and things done um so i never i haven't been able to figure out kind of the right balance of like you know when even so i was back home for the last couple months in nova um i had a, you know, we have a piano in there so i would you know i was like oh i'm back home like might as well um you know, try playing again, and I did it for a couple of weeks, and I was like, ah, this is just, I'm already exhausted from work, um, and it goes back to the relationship right between your nine to five and your hobbies, which, like, if you're just, like, mentally depleted from your nine to five, which a lot of us, especially, you know, working from home are, and your brain, hobbies brain are, like, mush, mentally taxing, brain mush. yeah, yeah and mentally it has to be, you know, replenishing, so I just couldn't find that balance with piano, but I don't know, Jeannie, if you had something in particular that you've either really enjoyed as a late, or it's kind of fell yeah. off. So for me, um, I love writing. I love writing so much in my job. 
creative briefs. Yeah. It's a form of creative writing. However, it is draining. Like it's very nitpicky. Um, and at the end of the day, sometimes I look at the page and the words just are letters, you know, like it, yeah. it lacks the meaning, but meaning at the same time though, um, I need to kind of, you know, strengthen that muscle. Mm-hmm. So I've turned back to creative writing. I loved that in high school. I loved mm-hmm. writing and I loved writing. Um, I was about to say literary analysis. I didn't like that, but I enjoyed the, <laughs> the practice of writing. Yeah. Um, so I've started getting back into that. And for me right now, it's just like personal, you know, like I haven't mm-hmm. showed it to anyone to be like, is this good? Because for mm-hmm. me, that's not really what matters. It's more about yeah. stringing words together and um, having it feel poetic in a sense and just help me build my vocabulary and be able to apply that into my job um and then secondly because one other thing I wanted to say was how I don't think all of your hobbies need to be so tangible like the outcome you know like Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. building something I'm not making bread but my roommates and I we've started um doing like dinner clubs we like we like really like hosting we really like um having people come together we like making food we like conversation and we like deep conversation i don't know if this yeah. is necessarily a hobby but the hobby of hosting i mean come on that sounds pretty good so that's pretty cool that's yeah. a little host, like host, side yeah. project um that brings us all pleasure that we're getting into too so one tangible cool. whatnot and yeah um that's what that's i have right cool. now that's super cool that's what I, I hope your guests don't get like a little frazzled right or just like hey come over for this little dinner party Two hours later. Okay. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the metaphysical laws of nature? Lock the door. No one's leaving. Tell me right We're having now. deep conversation now. If you say some surface level shit, I'm throwing you out the window. <laughs> this lasagna is four layers deep. We are going as deep as a lasagna tonight. Pause. Um, oh my god. Yeah. You yeah. lasagna for me. Um, but it's cool, actually. Um, yeah, sounds like you're Shout quite Garfield. the writer. Shout yeah. out Garfield. Sounds like you're quite the writer and quite mm-hmm. the host. So those are two. Um, you should host writing them. session. That'd be fun. Well, of course. Oh, yeah, wine and cheese. Now you're marrying my two interests. That, that oh, was some, some liberal arts majors just, oh man, this prose. It's so prosaic. Just, just talk nonsense for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. No, it sounds perfect. It's not nonsense. Um, it's art, Alex. Go ahead, Alex. Let's hear your Right, papers. right. But, but yeah. nonsense is art and art is nonsense. So. Um, oh, for, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, wow, yeah. brain just blew up. Um, for me, it's got to be cycling. I was like on and off mm. before the pandemic, but um, and I don't have my bike now, which is a bummer. But anyways, um, got into it, and it just—it's it, a simple thing, and it gets repetitive, but it's good for the mind, and it it's really life, right? It's going on wheels. Yeah, the the wheels yeah. keep spinning, and it's it's good because they do. You know. Um, there are different ways to challenge yourself and i just think it's really good um and helps me think creatively think strategically um all the buzzwords and it's just fun it's just fun especially when you go outside and you just you're going fast you're, you're, you're buzzing right you're buzzing with the bees. absolutely buzzing mate um yes, mate. yeah i love that um and i guess one that sort of meditation i think there was a big mm-hmm. a big um push for mindfulness in the pandemic and mm-hmm. i had been meditating on and off beforehand and Long story short, I tried it for a bit. I tried to force it for a bit, to be very honest. And isn't the whole point is not to force? It? Oh, sorry, it's not. <laughs> but no. it's not like the thing where that's it's like the whole point. That's the, I, I, yeah. That's sit the there point. and like it has to come to you, right? 
Dude, I'd be, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be the worst meditator, man. You yeah, know what? I actually I just started yoga, and um, oh, no, that, that's hot I didn't Hard count it in my hobbies because I'm very novice, but uh-huh. I love it for that meditative aspect. I think it applies to cycling too, where you can only focus on the task at hand, you know? For sure. Um, and if you don't, and I, if you I love that. Hands, if, then you fall down, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. In that case, I'm like, yeah. Like there were some poses that I am not meditative. I am freaking no. out. I'm, I'm going to fall over. But um, for the most part, it's been, yeah. Having being able to feel so absorbed in something is so cool. Yeah, wait, I have to ask, I have to genie Alex because I was, I was, I, I, you know, I tried a little bit. Um, was it hot yoga, hot or cold, or temperate yoga? There's no cold yoga. There's definitely cold. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me if there's hot yoga, they don't do cold yoga? Why not, bro? Put me in an ice bath and just do some yoga. I signed up for this class and it did not say hot yoga, but the studio was 95 degrees. And to me, that's hot yoga. This yeah, is at right? least lukewarm. Yeah. <laughs> like, apparently, that's yeah. hot yoga. And I'm like, what the fuck did you guys do in hot yoga? You know, like, <laughs> 105. Hot yoga is good stuff, um, especially. I'm not you did some, Alex, sure. right? I've done a You've done more than me. Like I just had my first class, Alex. Classes, so yeah. I just joined it's, the, the um, hot it'll yoga. It'll get you so. right. It'll it'll get yeah. you feeling good, especially if you're a little hungover. Like, I'm not suggesting it. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? Like, I know really... that is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Sweat it out. That's a that's a strategy. Sweat it out, pass it out, throw up. You feel yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, you just go out mid class. I need I need a break. Yeah, I need a break <laughs> to go vomit. Um but no, we support that. Yoga is a good hobby. Um Thank you so much for hopping on and no sharing your wisdom with us. I mean, I really feel like I just I I might have, I was not meditating, but I right now. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. feel a little lighter. <laughs> what I'm gonna do? Well, maybe you know you, you wouldn't be our first guest friend. to do that. You wouldn't be our first guest to do that on the pod. So oh, <laughs> you, you do you. I know um, everybody got the brownies cooking, so we're we're happy let's with that. Go. Um, I am from this. I'm ready to. Uh, I'm gonna book my. I haven't done hot yoga in a while. You inspired me. Gonna get some yoga on again, um, and I hope Kenan's a good neighbor there at NYC. Thank you, guys. Really Thanks so much. Glad I got to see nice, both nice of your you. faces across. <laughs> yeah, no, very nice pleasure. to meet you. Um, it sounds like you're one of good, well, one of Kenan's good pals um, <laughs> in New York. So uh, maybe Kenan will get that invite to the dinner club if he asks nicely. Guy, um, yeah, and you will set up <laughs> a little, be... like, laptop. No, that? that's embarrassing. I will not. I will not be relegated <laughs> to, to virtual presence, but... <laughs> um, no, this was a pleasure, and thank you so much again for um, clowning around with us and talking uh, some nonsense on a on Glad we could catch you, Jeannie. Evening. I know. Thanks, guys. Good to see yeah. both of you. This was a so pleasure. Cool. Yeah. Take bye, care. Bye. Bye. Pleasure and happiness. Okay, bye. Man, how about that? I, the way she picked Robert up, Lee's and movie. it just, that was crazy. It just man. happened. I, man, we're going with spontaneous. Spontaneous. You, you All 2022. goes back to the waves see a good yeah. wave you can take it you can not take it um yeah. but that was great and i hope the listeners enjoyed that as well um because she's she's cool i don't really know her but she's cool i told you man cool people um you did you did and i had my doubts i had my doubts but, <laughs> but she's cool so okay so that was a lot of fun and i think you know since we already started with genie maybe let's just you know keep it rolling here with the training talk um i'm sure everyone's dying anticipation to to hear how we're approaching our You're various. Still I just gave you a high five. 
Boom. Of course, still listening. You know, we added this one cleanly, and I'm sure, you know, this is just a natural, smooth transition to where we are now. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, but, okay, so one thing you didn't mention, Jeannie, is that you yourself are running a half marathon here in a couple weeks. Um, I thought you got that hint, but, um, yeah. Maybe I just missed it, but um, no, how has I, that I been going? I know mm-hmm. you were doing the virtual one a couple weeks ago. You decided not to. I think it's a smart decision. Um, got to know when to fold. Is something we've you know both realized with this half training, but yeah, no how are you feeling? You know when the hole. Yeah, you're a few weeks out, right? Um, no, man, it's it's this Sunday. Um, <laughs> yeah, this Sunday. Yo, um, oh wow, that's crazy. And and the dealio is training mm-hmm. has been spotty. I was very open about this. This is nothing new if you follow the IG, but. Training has been spotty. And the of, fitness page. We got AP Fitness <laughs> that, that one, coming in. I, got, I don't know. I'm going to merge them, I think. Just put more fitness content on the... I thought you... Yeah, you already did that. Room. So I thought yeah. you already have the content going. So why not? Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of a fun project. But going back to sure. projects, we're talking about Jeannie. But... Um, oh, I forgot to call her Jean. Oh, man. She would have oh, bugged her. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Anyways. Um, hey, yeah, Jean. Thank you. Yeah, she would have punched me through the screen. Um... <laughs> This Sunday, training has been spotty. I'm undertrained, which is better than being injured, but not ideal. So, um, I did a I did a shakeout um, a couple of days ago. felt felt good, um, and I'm probably gonna do something later tonight. Um, but just tapering, and um, I got my nutrition strategy ready. Um, what else? Other there's some other work people also doing it. Um, oh, cool! So you have a little group. You have a fan club. Group. No, no fan club. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not hot. I'm not hot yet. You know, I'm a. Yeah, I'm a baby runner. Baby gotcha. runner. So, um, it'll be good, man. Your first good. one. Huh? Your first. First one. Half. But weather should be good. Yeah. Um, I'm just. I'm trying to take it easy. Um, trying to take it easy, and um, yeah. I- I enjoy it as we say. I just want to finish because I couldn't even start. I couldn't even start last time. I just want to finish. That's the takeaway. Hey man, I think some you know you'll get the first one in, and I think you'll it'll be a, you know a great day either way. Um, and I think you have the right approach of just hey, training hasn't been the most consistent, but also like have confidence in your 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 foundation of you've been running for a while now. Like, I think it'll you'll be surprised by like how much, uh, I, you know, it's a bit of adrenaline coming in. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun. It's a fun but, day. Uh, you know, I want to try to, a little competitive. I want to try know. to ride that wave, but also keep mm-hmm. it keep it keep hold the reins back. Yeah. Because yeah. apparently there's a lot of hills in this course, so um, I've done some research, and uh, mm. I want to take the adrenaline, but I also want to, I want to, ideally be, be prudent, and, and yeah. but we'll see. I just want to, just want to finish, man. Just want to finish. Well, I cannot wait Could, to hear how it goes. Start next time. Yeah. I'm sure awesome. everyone's at the edge of their seats. Um, this is the full redemption story, almost <laughs> like when I want to say, what's the nicest sports analogy of this? Yeah, you know Joe Burrow. Let's talk about Joey being the Super Bowl. You know he tore his ACL his rookie year. <laughs> Joey he missed, you know, he missed yeah. out on his first playoff, and he came back a year later. All of a sudden, he's in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I think comeback player of the year, Alex Perdon, twenty twenty two, right up there. I'm trying, or, or rookie of the year, some nonsense like that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> basically a work when it comes. They to give it to MP so. Michael Porter Jr. after three years injured. There you <laughs> go, rookie of the year. Kind of nice. He kind of nice to be when honest. he's when his back's not blown out. Pause. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Brother. Whoa. Um, but how about yourself? You mentioned the mm-hmm. cold running. Um, and, and that's good. I did a little bit of that in in Virginia. Um, yeah. But any any thoughts? Any any? Uh, I just miss running the city, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The half coming up, but I really just miss the day to day of getting up and going to the park and you know these like micro interactions with 
with the people of the city while running. Um, that's something where, you know, it's a bit, you know, sentimental, but I just, you know, really do enjoy, especially when it's really cold or, like, really early in the day, and it's just, like, everyone is, like, you know, I, you know, you know, the big city, uh, looking at people are just, like, everyone, and especially in New York, everyone's just trying to get to where they're going, head down, winds in their face, they're not even, you know, no one wants to be outside. Um, people <laughs> taking the subway, going to home, like, it's just not a, you know, people are not generally in a cheery mood, so I take a personal, I take that personally. Um, because I think, you know, again, going back to, it really does connect to what we've talked about with, uh, with Genie on Hobbies, where I fully believe that while I'm running, I am happy, or I want to, I strive to be happy, at least, you know, maybe if I can't, like, smile, I'm going, you know, too hard, but <laughs> Is it, for the, the most the easy smile. running. I'm smiling on the inside, you know? I know, yeah, I know, I you're a big inner smiler. <laughs> got a cheeky little, just going on in the background, <laughs> inside, I'm just, outside, I'm like, so, Stonewall, Stonewall Jackson out there. Um, not even. Not even. I'm always clowning like 80% of the time. No, yeah, exactly. Right? That's the thing. I, I, I want to keep it very, I always keep it very loose. And, you know, I just miss the micro interactions of, you know, giving someone, and again, and we have to do some fields, some field work on this in terms of research. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to compare Austin versus New York uh, in terms of our smile recipro- recipro- reciprocity rate. I don't know, we'll probably right. have a better metric for the KPI. Um, but, right. like, I tell you, oh, if, I, if I smile if at 20 people. Listening, she just got yeah, triggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just um, got triggered. <laughs> got KPI PTSD. Um, <laughs> if I smile at 20 people in New York, maybe one or two are giving me a nod back. Um, so it's really just, you know, a one-way street out here, even on the uh, even right. on the intersections. Um, but one thing I also want to, like, really, like, I'm trying to be a good good boy about in this New York is really trying to, you know, run with the city, not running through the city. Because if you run through the city, it's kind of like, you know you kind of become, I think, not part of the problem, but you're not really helping if you're just, you know, I'm on my course, I'm running, I'm more important than everyone else. Like, yeah, the thing that's so cool about New York yeah. is that, you know, every, like, square mile has, like, a million different, like, stories are, are unfolding. And little you just, like... Bodega, and you got the furniture thing, and you got the hardware store. Yeah, this is, like, you know, you the baby, there's a stroller with the baby, there's a dog, there's a stroller with a dog. You might look it up yeah. for Arthur. It's very popular in New York, these dog strollers. I'm <laughs> I would so want a little like little over the chest little baby Dude, pouch my, with the dog. Uh, Can you please get that? Like, Fuck no! One of my coworkers said you should get a stroller and run with him. I was like, <laughs> I don't. Think I will pay good money to see you run with your dog in a stroller. Um, no, I want him to be independent. But that's not what we're talking about. But I want him to be an independent guy, not clingy. Um, he don't need no anyways, man. <laughs> he don't need. He don't need anyone. Um, running, running. With the yeah. city, that makes sense, right? It's um, like it's a courtesy thing, right? It's like you know, I I want the city to feel like you know. So you see, you know, see an old lady going on the bus, you can you know stop to walk, right? You know, just because you're running does not mean you're the most important. There are a million things going on around you, exactly. And I think stopping to recognize that just and makes stop, it for a more durable experience, ma'am. You know, keep ma'am. it <laughs> like you're in like, the 60s, like like the guy you know, invis- in the Invincibles, in the Invincible, uh, not uh, Credibles, where he gets the calf from the tree. And the old ladies in the show, and he says, oh, ma'am. Yeah, like you're literally from the 50s, you know, walking by, stop, oh, ma'am, and keep ma'am, moving, how, right? How, how, how the devil are you? How the devil are you, man? Um, <laughs> General right there? All right. <laughs> but, you know, there's only so many days when you can, you know, I have the energy, you know, I'll have the energy to go and do all this. Um, so I think something that we both realize is as you get closer to your race, for everyone out there racing or getting back to running, or ramping up, just, you know, the most important days are the ones you take off. Um, rest days are... Again, we're not again experts here. I'm sure you know we get uh, a licensed coach or to come on here and trainer to come on here again. And you know, I'm sure David he'll tell you right away. Like, you just gotta know when to fold. You gotta know when to balance your training and when power of balancing your training means not training some days. 
Because if you're training yeah. every day, you're not in balance. So do some yeah, yoga. I, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Do some yoga. Do the cross training. But also yeah. take those rest days. I'm, I'm, I hope David would say sometimes you got to go 15 on the treadmill. Sometimes you got to go zero on the couch. You know what I'm saying? You need to yeah. You need to be able to do both because you can't go, yeah. um, can't go bonkers um, 24-7. But it's tough to, especially when you have a passion or love or mm-hmm. it makes you happy um, mm-hmm. to do running or cycling or lifting, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like no injury, but you have to take time off. That's It, it feels weird, but man, this has been awesome. Like I'm not wow. even joking. Um, cool to be chatting again. And thank you again to Jeannie. Uh, major shout out. Thanks, Gene. Um, <laughs> like Gene Gray from X-Men. Um, nah, she was a pleasure. Um, I feel like she had more to say, too. Like, she could have gone on uh, for a while. Very, very, very sharp. Uh, yeah, but we do appreciate her, again, just being available and making the time. Um, and again, we, I think it's cool to have people on for a little bit because we know everyone's so busy. So if anyone listening, you want to come on and talk about something small, you know, just you don't want to stay on for a full episode. Hey, we don't. You know, we're, we're, we're cool. adaptable. We're flexible. Yeah. We're trying new and things here. If you here. like the bits better or the shorter yeah. interviews better, definitely let us know because we can yeah. adjust to that. Um, but but yeah, Canon, another good one. Um, it's it, it's evening um, on my end. I time, still yeah. have to. Um, I think I'm gonna do a little run and have some dinner, make a couple calls. You know, I was I'm on the like, phone, you know, just calls on calls. Um, but you I ever call you, yourself? Do you pick up? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I don't pick up when I call myself. I do a little check-in. Damn. Like, you, you, I look at the phone, it's like Alex Perdon, and I say, not, not right now. It's one of those Twitter memes, God calling, you're going to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, no, man, uh, yeah. this was good, and, I, and yeah. I'm really glad to be um, – Getting getting the wheel spinning again. Back on the um, horse. We gotta hop on the horse. <laughs> well, we we've hop hopped on the horse. On the horse. You gotta understand the horse. You know, well, it's a Trojan horse. Oh, and okay, I'm in, then there's no understanding that. The it's house is gonna a, burn. That's just a surprise. Yeah. It's hey. us. Um, the Trojans. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I'm piecing out from from ATX. Yes. Um, it's about seventy four degrees in February, which is great. We start um, with weather. We end with the weather. Right. <laughs> 100% stay warm over there despite the cold yeah. and um, I, I I will be looking out if Jeannie does invite you to that uh, lovely dinner club we're gonna look in that we're, we're gonna check look, on that we're weathering the storm out here it's great to be back um, a lot more coming so I hope everyone's you know doing well in the spring and I'm excited to you know try the things out with the pod one of our favorite hobbies and we will be keeping it fresh and clean so thank you guys for listening hope everyone's been doing well check in with us if you haven't if you haven't chatted in a while always love to hear from all of our friends if you're listening you're definitely your friend like, friend of the just, pod just friend no, of us. no um no primer just boom just shoot us a message yeah. like hey you, you doofus like what you been up to don't even you know don't give me any any warning um but that would be nice and yes um wishing everybody well good start 2022 um and don't stress about it. We're just getting started. You know, whatever you're doing, just getting started. And um, we look forward to releasing more content very soon. We'll see you guys very shortly. Um, thanks, everyone. And we'll catch you on the flip. Woo-hoo. Bye. See you. Bye. Peace.